0: The longer I was with him, the worse I felt about it, and the less attention my body got. Until in the end, I was basically just a prop, and my pleasure didn't matter at all. And when I left that relationship, I was like, well, fuck that. I am never letting somebody make me feel bad again about that. Hello, welcome back. Today's episode is exciting for me. And any men out there, please stick around because I feel like when you hear the topic you're going to be like, uh no, I don't need this. But you do. I promise you, this is going to help you as well as the women. What are we talking about? Orgasms. But not just any orgasm, the fake one. <laughs> I want to talk about the fact that there are so many people, especially women, but men do it too, that fake orgasms because it upsets me. I think since I have started taking more and more ownership of my sexuality, I have just realized how important it is for me and that pleasure is mine and I deserve it and so when I hear of so many women especially saying that they fake it it just makes me sad because ultimately you're just cheating yourself and the more you do it I think it just becomes this like pattern and you're going to keep doing it and it becomes a learned behavior for both you and your partner and I feel like it needs to stop and what better time than now with I feel like the growth of society with things like sexuality. Are we in an amazing place? (sighs) Absolutely not. But we're in a much better place than we were 10 years ago. Even 5 years ago, I think people are much more Comfortable with discussing sexual things that maybe in the past made them uncomfortable. And so let's embrace that and take advantage of that and jump on it to make the changes that we need to make so that we can finally have orgasms, right? Because who doesn't want an orgasm? I am raising both of my hands. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> So, why do people fake? There's like a zillion different reasons. Um, I think what I gather is one of the top reasons, specifically for women, is They just feel like their partner is not going to get them there, and they don't know how to ask for them to do it or to show them what they need, and so they don't want to hurt their partner's feelings. It's never something that's done maliciously, and that's, I think, something important that men need to hear is they're not doing it as a way to, like, fake you out. They're actually partially doing it to protect your ego and sometimes just to speed things along because they know they're not going to reach orgasm. But here's the problem, ladies. When you do that, and especially if you consistently are doing that, how is your partner supposed to learn what you like? What they are learning is whatever it is that they are doing that led up to that fake orgasm in their head, they're like, yeah, all right. I know what she likes. I'm going to do that again. And then he does it again, or she does it again. And you have a fake orgasm again, and you just start showing them over and over again, that that's the thing you like. That's the move you like. That's what's going to get you to that out of this world orgasm so all you're doing is reinforcing a behavior that you are not even enjoying and it does seem like with men i did a little bit of research because it's far less common for men to fake but they do um and everything that i read was more kind of in regards to stamina and maybe giving their partner a break or that they couldn't really go any further and so they would fake it the thing with men is it is a little bit harder to fake because you, generally speaking, have like physical proof, right? When you come, we see that. But if a man is wearing a condom, when he removes it, you're not necessarily going to see it. And there's also men that just come differently than others. Some have a lot, some don't. I know I had a partner, he just didn't produce a lot. So there were times where I genuinely was like, wait, did you or didn't you? I'm not quite sure. So men certainly can be doing the fake orgasm as well. I think for men too, you guys have a lot of pressure on you sexually. Um, I've always stood by the stance that in general, like so much falls on you guys. And I think we're in such an era of like, I see all the time kind of like men are trash and fuck men. And you know what? Everybody is trash. (laughs) Everybody is. There's good people. There's bad people. There's shitty women. There's shitty men. There's amazing women and amazing men. I hate categorizing. But generally speaking, sexually, a lot rides on the shoulders of the men. A, like I said, for them to have an orgasm, there is usually physical proof. So if they can't come to an orgasm for whatever reason, that's a lot more pressure. And I'm sure it creates some insecurities because that is something that is just sort of expected. Like I 1000% can say I expect it. It's just sort of this natural thing that I assume is going to happen. I had a couple encounters with somebody that didn't finish all the time. And he said that was just kind of his thing. Um, and it was pretty normal for him. It threw me off, like just completely threw my game off. And my ego certainly took a hit. And I was like, am I doing something wrong? Why isn't he finishing? What am I doing wrong? And I asked him so many times, which I'm sure probably increased his insecurities. And he just kept reassuring me like, no, it's just, it's just how I am. You know, I don't, I don't finish often and it's fine. I still have a great time and I will confirm that he still did have a wonderful time. (laughs) Like I was quite impressed, but it still threw me off. You know, you guys are expected to have like a firework finish. I want proof I can see it and I want to see it. And you also like physically do most of the work. (laughs) So just a side note. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. I don't mind doing the work, but I could never do it for the length of time you guys do. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you. Anyways, back to the episode (laughs) for women. We do it way more often. And actually, I'm not going to say we, because I don't. Um, I hate the idea of faking. And I can honestly tell you, I have never faked in my entire life. I refuse. I just won't finish. And I'll be very honest about it if I'm asked. But I won't even fake when I am shooting OnlyFans content and I'm shooting solo work. A lot of creators will. Not all of them. But there's a good majority. I refuse just in everything in life. I don't know how to fake to me, faking and lying is one in the same. And I am like the world's worst liar known to man. So a, I don't even think I would be capable of faking an orgasm. <laughs> also B, my acting skills, <laughs> they're not very good at all there is no way I could pretend to have an orgasm like my partner would know so quickly because I just don't know how to do it but see I want to come like I desperately want to so I know if I fake it I'm decreasing the odds because I just keep reinforcing whatever my partner is doing is what's giving me an orgasm when really I'm left not having one. So for me, it's just important to always be upfront with a partner. I won't finish a session and look over at them and say, I didn't come, unless I want to keep going and I want to finish. Then I'll let them know, but I'm not just going to say, like, you didn't make me. But when they ask, I'm very honest. And I work to show people what I like and I will tell them what to do. And I have no problem also with discussing my insecurities because the more comfortable I get in talking about the things that make me kind of uncomfortable, the easier those conversations get. And the more apt I am to tell new partners the things that maybe bother me a little bit and for me my body has just always sort of had a difficult time with reaching orgasm i just take a very long time even solo and now i am on a large dose of antidepressants (laughs) so that definitely dulls things as well so i take a long time and I let my partners know, not necessarily always like upfront before we have any kind of encounter, but usually after, um, and even sometimes during I'll even stop a partner if I just know I'm not going to get there. And if they're trying to please me or and I know it's not going to happen, I'll tell them like, come here, kiss me. Let's go do something different you know, we're, we're just not going to get there this way. Or if they're doing something that kind of feels good, but I know I need more, I'm going to tell them and I'm going to say, do this or do that and make sure that they read my body and know when I am enjoying myself, I will be sure to let them know, because again, I want to reinforce the behavior that is going to get me those good feelings over and over again. Right? Like, If you're at work and somebody is working on a project and they are just not doing a good job, they are trying, but they're not doing a good job and you know that what they're doing is not going to achieve the goal that needs to happen for this project to be completed. Would you sit there and keep telling them like, good job, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing an excellent job. Like you're going to be the star of this project. Keep doing what you're doing. Of course you wouldn't because you're going to get in a lot of trouble with your boss. If your project isn't complete, if it's done completely wrong, that's not going to go over well. So don't do that with your partner because it's the exact same thing. And men, I think it's important for you guys to understand that when women do it, like I said in the beginning, it is not something that should hit your ego It's them actually trying to protect your ego, or honestly, they might just be tired and want to be done, but just understand it is not an insult to you. And when you open yourself up more to that idea and realize like, it doesn't mean that you're inadequate in your sexual technique or what you're doing. If you're more open to that, you're going to be more receptive to learning what you do need to do. I had a partner that did some pretty serious emotional damage to me um, with a couple of things sexually, and one of those things was the fact that I do take longer to orgasm, and I expressed to him that it was something that I was insecure about, and I was very clear on like, these are the things I need, and he would make it an ordeal. I mean, you would think that this man ran a 10k the way he would act like he was exhausted after like a couple minutes. He would act like his wrist was about to break or his tongue was going to fall out of his mouth or anything and it would just make me feel horrible and it made me feel broken like there was something wrong with me. He would basically imply that no other woman took this long. And when I'm talking about a long time, I I mean, I guess I don't know because I don't time myself, but I am not making somebody do like a 30-minute session on myself. I might need to do a 30-minute session with myself, but I'm not going to do that to a partner unless they're down for it. I mean, he would just act like I was asking for these astronomical, absolutely outrageous things. And I felt horrible. And the longer I was with him, the worse I felt about it. And the less attention my body got until in the end, I was basically just a prop and my pleasure didn't matter at all. And when I left that relationship, I was like, well, fuck that. I am never letting somebody make me feel bad again about that. And I don't. And if somebody acts like I am a chore, fuck you, I'm out. I'll I'll go find somebody else. There is somebody else, I promise you. And there's somebody that will absolutely cherish and honor what my body does. I was with one partner, actually the one that didn't always finish. And We were having an encounter, and he kind of came up for air and looked at me I was like, oh, I see I'm going to have to work a little bit harder. And I apologized, which, what the hell? But I apologized, and he looked at me, and he was like, absolutely not. Don't apologize. I love a good challenge. That's the way it should be. Like I had an encounter with somebody and after we had sex, he asked me if I had finished and I kind of smiled and said, no, I promise you, you would know if I did, like you can't miss it. And he said, oh, well, do you have any toys? And I said, yes. And he said, do you have a favorite toy? Of course. And he said, get it. I'm not leaving until you come, so get it and let's do what we have to do. I don't care how you get there, but you're going to get there. That's the way it should be for both men and women, unless you don't want to finish. But I think that might be a whole different episode. But for all intents and purposes of this episode, let's say that you do want to reach orgasm. Those are the ways to communicate better with your partner and I just feel like I'm going to say it a thousand times throughout the life of this podcast, I think. Communication. It is the key to everything and it is what will bring comfort to everything we do and ease to everything we do because just the more comfortable you get with communicating, it's so much easier to say things. So communicate more with your partners. If you have been faking, you need to... Figure out how you want to deal with that. Do you have a partner that you could sit down with and have a frank discussion and let them know, hey, this thing has been going on and I don't want to do it anymore. Are you open to playing more in the bedroom and maybe introducing new things for us to learn how we can get my body to this place and just always reiterate to your partner. It's not them. You know, this is, this is that like, it's not you, it's me, but truly it's, it's us, right? If we're faking it, we're not doing any justice to the cause. So it rests on us to bring it to our partner and be open and then come up with a plan together of how do you figure out how to have an orgasm? Find ways that make you comfortable if you feel so much pressure with a partner, start having fun with yourself and learn on your own what you enjoy. If you already know what you enjoy, but you're not finding that in your sexual encounters with a partner, then start telling them. You have to learn a way to let them know what you like. Show them, speak to them, bring toys into the bedroom. Whatever it is that makes you comfortable to experiment and play more, that's the goal. And just remember, as much as we all love to have an orgasm, you don't always have to. That does not have to be the end goal of sex. There's so much more to it. So I know it's so much easier said than done. But try to let go of that pressure on yourself and let your partner know that you would like them to let go of the pressure on you. I've had some partners that like in the heat of the moment will kind of be like, I'm going to make you come. Are you coming? You need to come. And we'll just like keep saying it. And I'm like, oh God, please stop. You're getting in my head. And now I'm feeling the pressure. And now any chance it was going to happen, like it's gone, please don't. Don't focus on it. Let's just let it happen. (laughs) So let your partner know that if that's too much pressure and just play and have fun. And as the partner that is learning that maybe somebody has been faking with you, you need to make sure to receive the information in an open and gentle way. Because if you receive it in a way that is defensive, It's not opening up the lines of communication. It's not increasing the chances that your partner is then going to feel safe to start playing more. So you've got to be open and say, okay, what can I do to help you? What can we do together? And just start working with each other. And that can just be a whole different sexual experience playing and learning your body and finding new ways to orgasm like you might find so many new fun things to do so you know just start playing more and just figure out how to have that conversation so if you're in a committed relationship Learn how to have that open communication, sit down, have the conversation. If you're not in a committed relationship and you just really enjoy exploring the world sexually, learn maybe that you don't necessarily have to tell partners like, hey, by the way, sometimes I fake. But tell them what you like and let them know if you're not going to get there. And find something else fun to do and just make sure you're not hitting their ego (laughs) below the belt when you tell them that because it's not anybody else's fault it's just physical things that happen with our body so yeah just get more comfortable with your body get more comfortable with your communication quit faking start playing enjoy sex for what it is take the pressure off and when you finally have that orgasm without faking, I want to hear you all the way over here because you're just going to be screaming so loud in pleasure. All right? So go work on that, would you? In the meantime, as always, keep on keeping on with being weird. Leave me an amazing review or a rating and I will see you next week. I don't think I was prepared to start recording. At all? Okay, I always fucking yawn. My anxiety is relentless. Maybe you're not with a regular partner. What? I don't even know the word for that because I've been single for so long. <laughs> what <When> is that? <laughs> what is the word for like a regular partner? Um, a regular partner. What the fuck is the word? guys what is the this is embarrassing a little bit a significant other no i don't think that's right either what is the word have i been single that long (sighs) committed relationship Hmm? like a committed right that's it that's all i got go have an orgasm